Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. Zach here. Just want to welcome you to the podcast that is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. I am so excited to be spending a little bit of time with you. I'm grateful. I'm so excited. This is something so cool. You may not even know I do or I did. Yesterday was the first day I posted an Instagram reel with uh, just a clip of our Dirty Devotional episode yesterday, just sharing a about 30 seconds of what we talked about. Put that up and was blown away by the response. I'm so excited to be able to provide a little bit of a video shot of what we talk about in our podcast. And if you're like, whoa, that's really cool. I missed that. I want to see it. Uh, listen, then follow me on Instagram. If you haven't done it yet, make it happen. You can follow me. Uh, you can find my Instagram tag in the show notes. You can also just follow me at Z underscore chill, C-H-I-L. And there I do everything I can to post content throughout the week that would be helpful for you. That goes beyond just the content we talk about during our devotionals. But I would love, love, love to be able to have you be a part of that. Speaking of our reach, I wanted to give a shout out uh, to all of our listeners. I was looking at the last five episodes and I just want to give a shout out to some of the cities that have been listening and let you know that I see you, that I love you, that I appreciate you. So Dover, Delaware, Felton, Delaware. Uh, Houston, Texas, what's up? Uh, Philadelphia, PA, um, Atlanta, Georgia, Orlando, Florida, uh, Deep Hair, Wisconsin. Freaking, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. D-E-P-E-R-E, Wisconsin. Dallas, Texas, Madison, Mississippi, and Huntsville, Alabama. Man, what is up, y'all? I appreciate you. I love you. All of you from all over the place. Um, I just, I just am so grateful. I really, it's something that I just try to keep at the front of my mind that um, that you guys are here, that you care, that it's helping you, and I just love you for it. And so I hope today's podcast does, I hope today's devotional, the content we talk about is super helpful for you. Uh, but let's dive into today's devotional. We're going to be at the very end of Matthew chapter 4. We are slowly working our way through Matthew, and if you haven't noticed, there's so much we can pull from it. I, I mean, it's probably, it could take us a year to go through Matthew if I wasn't ADD. And just get so tired of going through the same thing and hopping around. But I do want to continue in it for now. In Matthew chapter 4, starting at verse 23, Jesus has, um, right, right before this, has picked up his first disciples and has started preaching. And now we kind of see the day-to-day activity with Jesus as he has these new uh, disciples, these new students. And let's see the, what he does from this standpoint. He says, the Bible tells us that Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria, and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed, and he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. So we see very quickly that Jesus is making his, his, who he is known all over the place. 
that that people are not only hearing about the these incredible healings that he's doing, um, but they are hearing his teachings. They're hearing ways about the rumors about him being the chosen one sent by God are starting to expand. And now we have people literally from all over the place traveling and making their way to him um, to put their faith and trust in him. And I was reading this, and there's a couple of little things I want to pick out from it. Uh, the first one is is this. Jesus, it seems that everyone, with the exception of the very religious people, everyone that Jesus came in contact with, he made their life better. Now, I didn't say he made their life easier. I didn't say he made their life prosperous. He made their life better. Jesus always seemed that when he came in contact with with willing people to hear him and trust him, that their life became better from it. We, we see this throughout scripture. We see it specifically here with the fact that people who are struggling with these diseases, with pain, with demon possession, with seizures, with being paralyzed, that, that Jesus made their life better. And one of the things that I believe is true is that when we encounter Jesus, the real Jesus, not something that some pastor has given us, not something some church has given to us, but when we encounter the real living Son of God, our life becomes better. That it moves us into a good direction. It doesn't mean it's not difficult. It doesn't mean that it's not hard. It doesn't mean that bad things don't happen. What it means is that it moves us into a better direction. And I think it's important for us to understand that if we are not find ourselves moving into a better direction, then we're probably not drawing that close to Jesus, that we need to be aware of that. And so I want to ask you today, how are you doing with drawing close to Jesus? And that leads me to the second thing I want to say, I want you to hear from this, is that Jesus, in living his life, people were attracted to him. People were interested in him. Jesus carried himself in such a way where people were not like necessarily turned off by him that most people generally looked at Jesus and thought, that's someone I want to be around. We should live our lives in that same way. That we shouldn't be the person that thinks because people dislike us that that makes us holy and that the world is denying us. Now, be clear, Jesus said no to a lot of the world, but it seems in these verses that the world paid a lot of attention to Jesus because of who he was and how he carried himself. I think sometimes as Christians, we can wear this badge of honor that people don't like us. And I think that's stupid and ignorant, honestly. I know that's harsh, but it's true, and that's how I really feel about it. I believe that we should carry ourselves as kind and gracious and understanding that we should help improve people, help make pe- make people's lives better, help make people feel better about themselves. And as we do that, we'll have the attention of the nations. That will have the attention of the people we're around, the people at our jobs, the people um, that are in our inner circle, that people will start paying attention simply because of how we carry ourselves and how we treat others. I believe that some of us need to wake up and understand that that how we live our life matters. That as we look at Jesus, we should not become more and more of a miserable person. That that the joy of the Lord should not be buried deep, deep, deep inside of you, but should be should be there for all people to see. As as Jesus says, I mean, we're going to see this in Matthew later. Um, that you are the light of the world. That we are called to be a light of goodness. And sometimes we get so hung up on being what we would call truthful that we think it allows us to be an ass, and that's just not fair, and it's not got not godly. 
And so we need to check ourselves. But the two things today I want you to realize is that Jesus always seemed to make people's lives better. People that were open to him and willing to trust him, Jesus always pushed them into a better direction. Not an easier direction, but a better direction. And the second thing is this, is people were attracted to Jesus. That are we, And the challenge with that is, are we living our lives in such a way that people are attracted to us? That people say, I want to be around that person because they make me better. And how can we improve our day-to-day lives so that we become a better representation of that? Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for today. Lord, thank you for this example. Uh, Lord, this, this, is, this sucks, and sometimes it's hard because people suck. And Lord, the idea of, of trying to make people better that drive us nuts is frustrating for me, and I'm sure it's frustrating for the people listening to this. But Lord, help us be a better representation of you. Uh, Lord, people were drawn to you. So Lord, help us live with that kind of charisma, that kind of love, that kind of grace and kindness that people are drawn to. Lord, help us not um, help us to set aside any pride that makes us feel like that we're better than anybody, um, Lord. Because we're not, Lord. You uh, you'll humble the proud, and so Lord, we don't want that, Lord. Instead, we're just going to say, God, you're God, you're in charge. Um, we trust you. We believe in you. We're going to be the best representations of that as we can. Lord, we thank you and we love you, and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.